Oh, wait, we got to do this first. Looking for something new in dark fantasy, humor, space exploration, time travel, alternative history? They're in the L. Ron Hubbard Presents Writers of the Future Anthology. Get the 10-volume box set with 159 stories in full-color illustrations plus 34 articles with writings and art tips. Get the UPRN discount, $125 for the entire box set. That's a $60 savings for that beautiful box set. L. Ron Hubbard presents Writers of the Future. Go to uprntalkradio.com, click on the link, and place Looking for stories that are fresh and new? Dark fantasy, humor, space exploration, time travel, cyberpunk, alternate history, and more. They're in the L. Ron Hubbard presents Writers of the Future anthology from 24 award-winning authors and illustrators, plus art and writing tips and bonus stories. L. Ron Hubbard presents Writers of the Future. Buy your copy at galaxypress.com, Amazon, or wherever books are sold. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to the show, Into the Night, Sunday Night Edition. Yeah, as you all know that I do two nights. I do Sunday nights and Tuesday nights, 8 p.m. to 9 p.m. Um, I want to welcome you to, uh, again, on Into the Night, and um, we are on UPRN Talk Radio, 105.3, uh, New Orleans, 107.7, Mississippi. Um, me, just my camera. Hey, Kason, how you doing, buddy? Good to see you. Well, that's a little too much here, I think. Yeah, we're good right there. Um, so how was everybody's uh, week since Tuesday? Um, I'm telling you what, it, it was a crazy week for me. Um, people just come up with the some questions about hams and Christmas dinners and all kinds of crazy-ass questions, you know. And it just sometimes... You know, you have to say to yourself, hmm, Mandy says, how do I sound out there? Mandy says, my friend says, I need to talk a little louder. Uh, hold on. Can you hear me good, Kason? I don't know. Let me fix my, let me adjust my thing here. Can you hear me good, Lori? Yeah, I can hear you fine, yeah. Lori, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you, yeah. <laughs> Can you hear me? Oh, okay. 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 But, um, so I just want, thank you, Kason. Appreciate it, buddy. But, uh, yeah, so it was like a crazy week. Um, you know, Christmas coming up and all kinds of people are shopping and doing their food. Uh, in fact, I had a couple people or that, um, they actually, um, <laughs> actually I had to plan out their whole Christmas dinner for them. You know what I mean? I'm just like, I don't have time to tell you what to do. So I guess it's a good, you know, uh, Christmas present. But tonight, you know, since we only have an hour, I got my dear, dear friend, uh, Laura Lay, right? Laura Lay. Laura Lee. Uh, Laura <laughs> it Lee. It like Laura Lay, but it's Laura Lee. I always tell people, just call me Laura. L-O-R, and you don't have to remember what it is. <laughs> All right, Laura. That's good. But uh, she has two shows. Uh, the one is the Angel Rocker, and the that's Angel on Monday night. You want me to you want yeah. me to tell people it'll be easy? Yeah, me, please do. A okay. lot easier. So I know Kason. So hi, Kason. Nice to see you in the audience. Um, okay, so I'm a host here on the network on Monday nights of the Angel Rock from 6 to 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And then I have a second show on Thursday nights with a very good friend of mine, very talented medium, Angel Channel. Uh, his name's David Hansel. It's called The Thing at the Foot of the Bed, 7 p.m. Uh, to 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And if you've never met me before, I'm a Canadian spiritual psychic medium, a crystal Reiki energy healer, Kashuk Records practitioner, spiritual teacher, mentor, registered nurse, and extremely well-versed in the paranormal, as well as even near-death experience. So Sean, thanks for having me. 
Oh, thank you. Cindy See, I Mitch. saved your mouthful. <laughs> yes, you did, man. That, that would have been like 20 minutes just to explain all that. It is so good to see you. Honest I know. Everybody, uh, Lori, Lori was the first one to really introduce or welcome me uh, to the UPRN Talk Radio. Well, I'm kind of an oldie moldy now on the network. Besides Jeffrey Pritchett, (laughs) I think I'm the third longest. And then Mm -hmm. we got uh, Outer Realm came very shortly after I did. And then Mm -hmm. we got you came. You've been here for a while. And yeah, yeah. almost almost five years. It's coming up on five years. So we are seasoned. But Laura, she, she was the first one to extend her, you know, introducing herself, you know, um, she showed me, she also does crafts. She didn't tell you that, but uh, she does some pretty cool Halloween crafts. And um, are you doing Christmas crafts too? I am. What I do is I I can pretty well work with any medium. Like when we get off of here, I'm going to be working with something called polymer clay for Christmas. But my main thing I'm a addicted to and I work on every night is resin and people keep asking me when am I going to open my store and I need to but you know what it is I'm too much of a perfectionist and then I think no no I don't like that no I don't like this I make shirts for our shows I do anything creative because that's when I do a lot of like the meditation and connecting with spirit and all kinds of stuff mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, speaking of that, um, I, I remember a, a long time ago when I really got into the meditating that I got into the Lakota Sioux spirituality. Okay. And um, how I used to meditate, you know, prayer bundles, prayer ties. Mm-hmm. That's what I did. I do like 100 or 150 of them. Seriously, it was like crazy. But it helped me meditate. It seemed like that it helped me get in con- and more contact with Mother Earth. You, you know what I mean on that, yeah. Kason just says, Lord is like an elf name straight out of Lord of the Rings. Well, the thank you. I'm going to explain something about my name and why it's spelled the way it is. It's actually kind of a morbid meaning, and I'm not German. I'm French, English, Scottish, and I just found out a lot more First Nations blood than I thought that I ever had. My son, my eldest son, actually traced the roots on my mother's side, and there's lot more than I thought but my name comes from German mythology called the Lorelei's so that's why it's spelt like that but said mm-hmm. Lorelei my father's great idea and what it was was the Lorelei's were sirens um sirens and their siren song they would go to the cliffs i believe it was of the river rhine and they would lure sailors to their death like what a morbid name (laughs) oh my god lord holy crap so that's where my name comes from that's why it it is uh it's different but it's kind of so how many sailors did you cohort to go i you know what i couldn't sing i'd probably send them in the other direction my brother (laughs) got all the singing and musical talent my brother's very talented i couldn't sing if i tried Uh (laughs) i got the creative stuff (laughs) uh gary good evening to you too man lord lord is my friend gary and uh uh, Hi, Gary. Gary. This is Laura. Uh, and Cindy, I see Cindy. Hi, Cindy. Yes, he's good girl. Good girl. I got a good following now. I mean, it just seems like, honestly, since I went from just doing, when I did the two-hour show, um, it was really kind of hard for me. Um, but when Michelle said, you know, let's split it up, mm-hmm. um, do one hour on Sunday, one hour on Tuesday, life became a lot better. I mean, um life is good now i'm enjoying myself on here plus you get to see more of who you are and your personality you guys had a great a great show together but when you've got that many hosts right people don't get to connect the way they do on a one-on-one like this so i'm glad you're doing that hi kathy family little hi kathy good to welcome to the show welcome then to the chat room um so I would like, we talked like a couple of days beforehand. We did, yeah. And Sunday, my Sunday show is a relaxing show, mm-hmm. okay? Not too much spooky stuff, you know what I mean? Just mm-hmm. mellow out. And what I want to know, what is the Christmas spirit for you? 
Oh, wow. Okay. Well, I always say that Christmas will, we will eternally have the magic of Christmas because my youngest son, who has severe autism, he's going to be 26 in March, but he's very much like that precocious age of a five to seven year old. He still plays with toys. He still believes in Santa. So we have to have the same traditions every year. Um, and then I think it's about family and celebrating the love that you have to the people that mean the most to you. But with that being said, I like to remind people too, that it's one day because a lot of people are having really have a hard time at this time of year. And I always say when you have a difficult time, sometimes, you know, if you, maybe if you feel alone, you can go out and, and help. Like there's people, you know, there's soup kitchens, there's all kinds of things. So that's what I think it is about celebrating the love of it all. Cause it's not just Christmas, right? People celebrate other things at this time of year. Mm -hmm. And then when you dig into the history of Christmas and what it, where it really came from and what the season was way back, years and years and years and eons ago it, it's actually quite surprising to a lot of people so that i don't know what about christmas for you sean what is it for you christmas for me um since i've gotten older when i was a little bit younger and you know my son was young he's mm -hmm. uh he's out in indianapolis now in in, in indiana and uh he got a good job oh, you great. know you know, uh, he got his doctorate in microbiology. Oh, not microbiology. Oh, my God, I'm telling you, he's smart. Mm -hmm. I don't know where he gets it from, Lord, mm -hmm. but sure as hell ain't me, because I'm about nine fries short of a Happy Meal, oh, and, his right. mother, and his mother is 11 fries short of a Happy okay. Meal. But he got all his Happy Meal fries, even some on the bottom of the bag. But watching him grow, mm -hmm. to me, is the Christmas spirit, even to this day. You know what I mean? Um, when I started in the retail business and working at, you know, grocery stores, right? I kind of lost the Christmas spirit. I can and see why. Mm -hmm. I did. I did. And um, and with Paul being away, um, mm -hmm. I used to go, I, I used to belong to AA. I'm still sober. That's another spirit for me congratulations thank you 32 33 years come january 21st congratulations but um there's really nothing for me about the christmas spirit um when i see little i don't even get a chance to see children you know what i mean i don't get to see um the family orientation of things um mm -hmm. seems like when you get older everyone just stays in their own space you know what i mean not like a long time ago where there was a lot of people um well people have a few drinks if you're not so yeah, and right. drinking and driving the way it's back down a lot of people aren't doing what they used to right uh gary congratulations, congratulations on your gary. yes Kason, i used to freaking love christmas as a kid i associated with the constellation series i believe what from from my research actually back in the day we're talking hundreds of years back it's actually associated with saturnalia and the pattern the planet saturn believe it or not really oh wow yeah oh kathy hanley little says congratulations sean she has 39 oh, years congratulations god. yes yes oh my god god bless you I have been around alcoholism and drug addiction my entire life, either professionally or personally. And um, it's not myself, but extremely close people to me. Mm -hmm. And so believe me, I, I have so much respect and admiration for all of you sharing this and maintaining yes. it. So congratulations. Now, see, Lord, to me, this is the Christmas spirit right here. When people sharing their, um, people sharing their sobriety dates and whatever. Well, um, even getting together, that's what I've been talking about a lot. I'm going to do a show Christmas night. And then my partner, Del, we have no snow here. I mean, I'm sweating. I, I cannot remember in 58 years, so I'll be 59 in August, of being outside in Canada 
on the front steps and it was raining and I'm in a t-shirt at this time of year. So we oh, were wow. just asked me, do you want to go out to camp for Christmas? We've never been able to do this. There's no snow. And I said, well, if you told me the night before, cause I just announced I am going to do a show for anybody mm -hmm. that I'm expecting everybody to, you know, the hundreds and hundreds of people to watch it may be, but my point is there are a lot of people that feel alone. There are a lot yes. of people that don't celebrate Christmas or you know what? They're just sick of, they just need some quiet time and to kind of get away from it all. So I figured, you know what? Cause we have a quiet Christmas. We really, really do. So I thought, we why not? Mm -hmm. And that, and you know what? That's okay. And for everybody, I, I need to tell you, I'm going to have a show Christmas Eve. Oh, good for you, Sean. Yes, good. I am. And um, I extend it to everybody who is listening to the show now to come. And the reason why I'm doing it is because exactly what you said. Mm -hmm. People are lonely. People mm -hmm. need to hear. I mean, it's. I mean, Christmas Eve show. We're just going to talk about Christmas, or you know, nothing spooky. This this is not a spooky month. Right? I'm going wherever people want to go. So yeah. whatever they want to talk about, if they want to talk spooky, they want to talk spiritual. <laughs> I follow true crime. I follow all kinds of different yeah. things. So whatever people want to talk about, that's where we're going. I'm, and I'm, I'm sorry, Lori, but Gary says the only Christmas gift I, I want is from <laughs> I was just waiting. I was going to say you and me both, Gary. I've never met him because I don't live... See, a lot of people, even Canada especially, seems to think that Canada, the only place here is Toronto, Montreal, or Vancouver, right? They do. Mm -hmm. And so Mike Holmes is in southern Ontario. If I if I, I haven't looked him up in a long time because I don't watch that much TV. For people who don't know who Mike Holmes is, he um, his saying is, uh, make it right. So how he started, he's a contractor and people that had nowhere else to go and contractors had come into their home and taken all their money and left them with nothing but a mess. He made a show out of this and helping people. And then when Hurricane Katrina came, he brought a whole crew down to Louisiana and uh, helped out there too. So he's a pretty cool guy. Hi, Julie. Hi, Julie. Welcome to the show. Can I give Julie a shout out, you guys? Because she's amazing. Yes. Please, please. Uh, I've had her on my show. She She's an animal communicator. I took an animal communication course with her last week, and it was incredible. Oh, cool. And she's helped me with one of my own animals, as well as she just finished her sh shamanic practitioner course. And which I had a session with her about a month and a half ago, and it was, it was life-changing for me. So you guys, mm -hmm. look her up. She is really incredible. Julie, if it, Julie, if it's okay with you, I would like to extend an invitation for you to join me on my show. Um, the reason I being is, <laughs> I'll quit. She's blushing. She's blushing. Mm -hmm. But Julie, I'm really big into the animal medicine cards. I'm into the spirituality of the animals. Mm -hmm. um, I got a wolf. That's my that's my boy, and uh, I got a bunch of other ones. But we Julia. found one of our animal totems to help us with animal communication. Yeah. And my thing was okay. My kids have been able to do it since they could speak, and I can connect with spirit no problem. So I knew it was me getting in my own way. So Julie's an amazing teacher, but also I was able to kind of put it all together. And um, we got to meet our animal spirit guide, if you will, or totem that would be mm -hmm. helping us with our communication. It was really, really cool. I got a stag. He even told me his name. I saw what he yeah. looked like. Yeah, it was really cool. Oh, my God. Yeah. I, can I tell you a little bit about mine? Mine was Lakota. And uh, how I got this, Jolie, you might be interested in, in hearing this, but this is so true. When I first really started to meditate, I, I kind of used black elk as a spirit guide, right? Black elk, everybody was a uh, Lakota Sioux shaman. And, um, but what happened was he took me down to this pond, like a lake, and two dolphins came out of the water. And he said, go with them. And they turned around and they put me under their fins under my arms. And they took me underwater. Now I'm freaking out because I'm underwater. And this is like a, an intense meditation because I was thinking I'm just going to drown, right? Mm -hmm. And so 
uh, the dolphins took me to the middle of the earth, okay, through the water. And um, what happened was uh, there was a hole, right, like an entrance. And there was like three great white sharks just swimming around this hole. Wow. Yeah, no lie, man. And um, as I was coming, they just they just swam away. And I walked in, and long story short, I walked in, um, and I saw this little puppy dog come up to me, right? And um, and, where, and I was walking the path, and this puppy dog stayed with me, okay? Mm-hmm. And what, <laughs> what happened was, when the, the meditation was that I got to meet um, Mother Earth. That would that I'm gonna highlight this for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's cool. So, yeah, sure. Highlight anything you want, hon. Okay. But um, so what happened was I, I got to meet Mother Mother Earth, right? Mm-hmm. And then she said, Sean, this is a present from me to you. The little pup. It was a wolf pup. Yeah, yes. we got a present too. That's so cool when we yes. get the invitation. Yeah. And, and I've had him, I named him Lakota. Mm-hmm. And he has been with me forever. He does not leave my side. He's big, he's bad, and he kicks ass and he takes names later. That is so cool. I highlighted yeah. Julie's comment because that a dolphin did come in because we did a couple of meditations in the two-day course. So I just put this up for people to see because Julie shared, I channel dolphins all the time. She goes, they help me uh, send healing. And I thought that's so cool that you had that experience too. Yeah. Like, not the same, but with the dolphins. Right. But I'm I'm not so much. Mine, um, mine are usually wolves, and my uh, that's my alpha. That's my name. Name. Well, I meant at the beginning, though, like right. you said, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you thought you were gonna drown in the oh, meditation. My, that was yeah. seriously that was scary as hell. Mm-hmm. But uh, what happened was then I went into another meditation. It just seems like I was pounded into this meditating thing mm-hmm. and um what happened was i found that was lakota's my alpha but my female energy is a red tail hawk oh, I okay love so what happens is i'll be outside and all of a sudden i see red tail hawks follow me everywhere and mm-hmm. i stop what i'm doing i look up i thank the red tail hawk mm-hmm. and he gives me a message and i thank him for that and he moves on so I love animals. I, I don't use. I love animals too. Yes. And I didn't know, um, like I could see this stag. Like he was so big and so tall, and I was surprised because I've had with when I did the, a certain the healing journey I did with Julie, a black panther came through. Oh, and sweet. Cute. I, I have little representations all around here. Actually, I keep. But this was for animal communication. He was so big, and he had this giant I, I don't know how else to describe it kind of like rough like all the, it wasn't fur it was hair mm-hmm. all around his neck and he had these massive massive antlers and then I asked him in the meditation what's your name and he told me his name was Ronan now I don't use that name I don't know it but it was really cool it was right. really cool and, and it's great now I I came up and and I help people find their totems um and I put them into a meditation. That's for another show. But um, I help them. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. I help them. You're going to have lots to talk to Julie about then. <laughs> oh, my God. Heck, yeah, definitely. Because, you know, I do, uh, uh, I draw three cards at the end of my show all the time. Okay. And and I tell people the three cards, one the past, the now, and the future. Mm-hmm. And I have my people who listen or are in the show uh, Google, you know, write them down in Google, and maybe that pet, the animals are a path, okay? Mm-hmm. But I have a cute story about animals. Uh, my son was nine, okay? Mm-hmm. And there's a park out where I live. It's called South Park, right? And um, every Saturday night, uh, we would go to South Park um, to look for deer, okay? Oh, wow. mm-hmm. And so then this one entrance... Okay, you come through the entrance, and then you have to make a complete, not a complete, but a half circle. Right. And he would always say, Lord, he would say at eight years old, uh, Mother Earth, please show me a deer. 
Oh, cool. And as we come around the road, there would be a deer waiting for him. Right Aww. Now. That's so, cool. Oh, my God. I'm telling you, it's great. Um, I just love talking about animals. Okay, so you want to hear something really freaky, right? Yeah, okay, so please do. And is in Thunder Bay. So it's almost smack dab in the middle of Canada. And I live on Lake Superior, one of the biggest uh, of the five great lakes we share between the U.S. and Canada. And I'm about 35, 40 minutes away from the Minnesota border. And I'm about six and a half hours north of Minneapolis. So um, I didn't know we had raccoons. We do have them in Canada, but they're usually more south, like in southern Ontario, right? Mm -hmm. And then I had heard a little bit about coyotes, right? I kid you not, it was Saturday night and I'm going to close one of my curtains because my son, I always tease him, I say, is the weather better out my window than yours? Because he always has to look out the window. So I just, and I said, Justin didn't close the window. I go to close the curtain and as I'm going to close it, and remember this is quarter after one in the morning, I see this blur out of the right hand, like my right eye, I watched the most massive, massive coyote mm -hmm. running up the main road where we're on. It's a really busy road. Did not slow down and took a corner and booked it right into a crescent. So I said to my partner, Dell, I said, I just saw a coyote. He goes, coyotes aren't in, in Thunder Bay. I go, oh, yeah, they are. And he goes, really? I go, yeah, but I think I've only heard of them being rural. Sure enough, um, he looks it up and there's a recent news article, but that kind of concerned me because there's a lot of cats that are out at night and right. I have not seen an animal that fast or that big for it being, and it wasn't a wolf, it was a coyote. Okay. I don't know where it came from, why it was, it was alone and it was going um, where all the population was with people, not to anywhere, like there are places you know, about a mile or two away where it could kind of get into some bush. So that kind of concerned me. And I just couldn't believe what are the chances right. looking at the window. And it was less than two seconds before this, this animal was gone. That's how fast it was. Did you check, did you Google or did you look up uh, what that coyote was meant in your life for that day? Yeah, actually, that's a good idea. I didn't. Let's take a look right now. Yeah, please do. Yeah, that would be pretty cool. Oh, so Julie shared this. This is kind of a cool comment, Sean. Yes, it is. Yes. According to the Native American tradition, we all have at least nine power animals throughout our life, which is true. Yeah. Very, very true, Julie. Um, like I go into meditation and it's not always the same animals. The only two animals that I usually have is the wolf and the red-tailed hawk. Um, when I'm driving or if I'm taking a walk and I see a certain animal um, or bird at that, um, I know there's a reason why that bird and that animal is there showing themselves to me. Now, Julie, maybe you can help me with this one. Um, lately, for like the past year, I have had uh, ravens follow me everywhere. They wait for me when I go to work in the morning. They're sitting on the lamp, lamps, the, you know, the street lights, and they're caulking at me. And then when I go to leave in the afternoon, the same three are there all the time. So I don't know. I just thought maybe I would share that with everybody. Did you get, the, did you get your answer? I did. And then I got a funny thing because there's this animal is mentioned in here. I'll talk, wait, I'll tell you in a minute. So what happened the first year I was at my new house here? Um, we have lots of skunks, right? And it was, this was a little guy. And I remember we were out in the front yard, um, my partner, Del and I, and he went inside and this little monkey comes booting it around the corner and stops right in front of me. Like, mm -hmm. and I think it's, dude, no, no. I got my arms and legs up in the doorway. I wasn't afraid of him. I just thought, I like, is he going to spray me or anything? He didn't. Then fast forward a week later, I'm a night hawk. So this was the summertime and I'm sitting out in the backyard. I had made this really pretty tabletop fireplace to um, by hand and I wanted to try it out. So I had on the picnic table and I'm scrolling on my phone and I'm sitting out there and all of a sudden something's licking my baby toe on my, my, left foot and I think oh isn't that sweet Emmy's licking and Emmy is my German Shepherd I went Emmy's not out here 
what is <laughs> I looked down. That little baby skunk, same baby skunk, licking my baby toe. Like, why? <laughs> like, it didn't come near anywhere. So I did look up the spiritual significance. So I'm glad you mentioned that because it's mentioned in here. So what it says, and I'm glad you said that, Sean, because I never even thought of it. So you, you just said that. What a good idea to look it up. Um, okay, so hang on. It says, if for a coyote, now it's going to back up on me here. Give me one sec. That's why. Coyotes are considered to be a good omen by many Native American tribes. They're often seen as helpful spirit guides that can guide you on your journey through life. If you see a coyote, it's likely a positive sign, which I felt. Um, trust your instincts and, and intuition during this time. They'll likely lead you in the right direction. But when I went into the article, it was talking about skunks and a few other animals. That's what reminded me about the... Oh, wow. Well, every time I see an animal, I thank you very much for that, Julie. I will definitely I'll put that up, what she said. Uh, looking up the spiritual meaning of a raven, see what it resonates. Um, a lot of a lot of people who are into Wiccan, who are my dear friends, mm -hmm. claim that the raven corresponds with um, who was the goddess Morgana, Morgana oh Lafay, Morgana Lafay. So I was wondering, and she says baby skunks are pretty. You know what I always say, though, and it doesn't matter whether it's crystals or what it is. And I love that Julie added, see what resonates with you when you look up the raven. And the reason why is because we're all human beings. That information had to come from somebody or somewhere, right? Either they've exactly. it, it's been passed down or it's been written down, right? And I always mm -hmm. tell people, like, let's take pink quartz, for example. That's thought uh, of as, you know, positivity, love, and joy, and really good things. And say somebody walks into a store and picks up pink quartz and feels something completely different. I always tell people to go with whatever you feel or what you see or mm -hmm. sense because we're all individuals and we're all different. And for whatever reason, if the person picks up the pink quartz, they probably were meant to pick it up. And right. if they're picking up something completely different than say what a book says or anything like that, I don't know. Does that make sense? Um, yeah, mm -hmm. it, it does make a little bit of sense. Now I know me and I have a lot of friends, you, you know, especially me, I'll go into a store, a rock store, and I'll walk around. And usually they don't jump up at me. Mm -hmm. And so I end up leaving without no rocks. You know what I mean? Um, well, not even rocks, though. Like I was even, you know, just as an analogy, because with a raven, you know, and like you said, in your friends sound like they're very knowledgeable what the raven has been attributed to within Wicca. But where, where I was going with that, with the crystal example is when you look it up, you may find, and I know you're very intuitive, Sean. So you, when you read up about what a raven's supposed to signify, it may mm -hmm. be something completely different for you versus what friends have offered as where that, that's what I was was okay, I, I see what you mean. Yeah, but Julie, uh, Lord, honest to God, I'm going to have to really meditate on the Raven um, and, and see where it leads me. But mm -hmm. um, oh, I'm glad this is great, ladies and gentlemen. We did not know what we were going to talk about tonight, nope. and this is what comes up, and this is what is so great, especially with dear friend Lord. And I, I tell you what, um, life life is great. Um, it's just great knowing that I, I can never talk about animals. Talk about Sean. You know what I do before every show? Uh, God's honest truth. Most of the time, most of my guests, I don't meet till two or three minutes before they come on the show. And before every show, I do usually a quick little tiny meditation or check in with spirit. And I just say, okay, spirit, where are we going with this show mm -hmm. tonight? And then I'm just open to receiving guidance and the show goes wherever it's going to go. I swear to God, that's what happened. And that's and that's cool because, like, my guest tonight just canceled, and I'm thinking, and, and I'm honestly, two two nights ago when we when I asked you, um, I was like, oh man, I'm stumped, I'm stumped, I'm stumped, um, and then I said, why don't you contact Laura? Well, I'm glad they did. Yeah. Okay. Um, Okay, we got some people here. Kathy says, what is the significance of a raccoon? Mm -hmm. 
saw one today. They're the little bandits, man. You know, Trash they, pandas. Yeah. <laughs> That's how they call them. Cindy says, you have to add your own input as it may be different from my input um, than my input experience. Yeah, um, it's true, Cindy. You know, so I guess what you're saying, Lord, and what mm-hmm. is that whatever, whatever animal approaches you, say like we both see ravens, mine is a different meaning than yours. Absolutely, because we're not living the same life. We're not here for the same journey. And that's why, and you've said it, you know, or Julie said it here. And I usually say, I haven't had time in a long time, except Dave and I, uh, my co-host on Thursday nights, he's got a really big TikTok. So we will go live on there usually Wednesday nights and we'll do readings. Uh, Just quick one question readings. But we always say to people, just take what resonates with you and leave the rest. Or other people may hear the message Mm -hmm. and say, oh my gosh, like that could be total, that message is totally sounds like it's meant for me. And I always tell people, it right. is because spirit knows who's going to be hearing your show live and who's going to hear your show in the replay. Right. So that's why I always connect with spirit and say, okay, where does the conversation need to go? And yeah, I just trust. And just like you your know, son trusted about mother, mother earth, please show me a deer when he was. Yeah, oh, it was crazy. And another, another thing I want to share about my son is that he came out. Okay, he came out last year. And my, my oldest son is LGBTQ. Yeah, and uh, he was funny. He caught, we went out to dinner. In fact, it was Christmas time last year. We went out to dinner and he drove me. And so we, we went home. He said, Do you mind parking on the seat on the street? I said, mm-hmm. Sure. And he said, And he's crying and he's bawling his eyes out. You know what I mean? And he says, Daddy, I'm gay. And I looked at him and I said, we kind of knew, you yeah. know, we kind of knew you were, mm-hmm. and that's okay. I, I still love you. You're still my son. Mm-hmm. I have no turmoil or nothing against this. Imagine what he put himself through because I knew yes. since my son was about two years old, and I'm not being stereotyping or anything. Unless my son usually tells you or he's dressing up for drag, you wouldn't know, meaning not you, like the global you. And I just had a feeling about him. There was just something different. So I never said anything. And I had him in counseling a lot when he was growing up because his brother was a handful and I wanted to make sure his needs were met. And I remember talking to his counselor when he was about eight and she said, oh, thank God. She goes, I didn't know how I was going to broach this topic with you. And I burst out crying. I'm not a crier. And I said, I'm not upset that you see this. I'm worried for how the world will treat my son. Yes. And so he connected me to somebody that it was a terrible name back in the day. It was AIDS Thunder Bay. It's now got a completely different name, thank goodness. But it was the director. And it was the biggest gift I've ever been given because I went and saw him. And I said, I want to know how best to support my son. You know, I'm not going to be asking him, are you gay? Or are you gay? But best when he's able to come out and he will that I can best support him so he gave me um some literature he said just leave it out and say hey I picked up these pamphlets you might be interested and he wasn't and he said if he's not save them for whenever so I remember one night it was a Thursday night and by the way you handled it beautifully Sean you really I knew you would but my my son was 14 and I remember I was combing my hair it was about 11 o'clock at night and he said He's chit-chatting and he goes, Mom, I'm I'm it was easier for him at that age to say he was bi. Right. And he said, I'm bi. And I said, Oh, what'd you say? He goes, I'm bi. And I go, Well, it's about damn time. <laughs> yeah. Said, what? And these kids of ours put them through such like he said, I, I was laying awake at night and I was terrified. I said, Well, honey, I've told you you can tell me anything. Right. And I, same thing. Are you, are you, you're not going to stop loving your children. And I understand that. And it makes me so sad for other children that maybe have experienced this. But like you said, you guys, you guys knew, right? But it was right, like, right off the bat. And he says, well, how did you know? That's what my kid said. <laughs> and, he said and, he, and I said to him, and this is the truth. Even my mom and brother told him separately. Mm-hmm. He's good looking. Mm-hmm. Okay. He dresses to the nines. Mm-hmm. 
and he cooks. Mm-hmm. I was like that. But I just told him straight up. And, you know, I, and yes, like you, I worry how the world's going to treat him. But you know what? He's he's not a he's not a dummy. He's kind of smart. You know, he's I mean? pretty smart, mm-hmm. pretty smart. Yeah. I've taken microbiology. It's not easy. No, mm-hmm. um, and uh, he, he, I can't tell you what he works for. They're going to kill me if I tell him. Okay, we so, so, no, no, but it's really deep. Um, but you know, back to thank you for sharing that. I, I don't know why that came out of my mind. I'm glad but. that you shared it. So, one thing I'm going to add you know what my son is now doing, my eldest, he does drag part time and he really enjoys it. But he's decided to go back and get a social work degree because he's working with two-spirit mm-hmm. uh, First Nations adolescents and then Ooh. First Nations women. Because back in the day, two-spirit was a very revered position and person that was two-spirit within an Indigenous tribe, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Hi, Virginia. Good to see you. Thank you for stopping in tonight. Thank I'm glad you. you shared that. And I'm proud of the way you... I. I I wouldn't have been surprised. I'm not surprised by the way you handle it, Sean, and I'm glad that you shared that. And, and, you know, when people start talking bad about, you know, when they start talking about gay people, and I'm like, especially to the people that I um, work with, they, a couple started, and I turned around and I looked at them and I said very pleasantly, I said, do you know my son is gay? And it shut them up. That's sometimes what you got to do. Yeah. So, and they're pretty cool with it. My son has a good, but tell me about your show with David. I mean, Oh, with David. Well, first of all, I'm going to answer Kathy quickly and then I'll tell you about the show with David. It's so much fun. Okay. So Kathy asked, what does a raccoon mean? So raccoons symbolize wisdom, resourcefulness, and play. Raccoons are masters of making the most of what they have. They can survive extreme weather, even when food supplies are limited. These critters are all about adapting to fit the situation at hand. So I hope that helps you, Kathy. Yeah, I hope so too, Kathy. Okay, so the show with David, we are coming up on our one-year anniversary. We started last October working on it, and we launched it the first Thursday after the new year. Mm -hmm. So we're working on a special show. We don't know what we're going to do yet, but we're working on it. So I've known David for years. Uh, We met in a group that we refer to as Voldemort. It shall not be named. (laughs) The good thing that came out of it was people like David and friends, but we don't mention it. Anyways, um, he was doing some podcasting on his own. He has Mystic Stew. But every time I'd have him on my show, People would message me and they really love Dave and we really work well together and we don't agree on everything, which is cool. So David has a TikTok where people write in and they ask questions because he had a near-death experience as an adult about six years ago. I had one as a toddler and I've studied them for 40 years professionally and personally. Um, So we started talking about what if we had a concept with a show that's very audience participative, where we talk about the questions that people want to ask. So David loved this book when he was little called The Thing at the Foot of the Bed. So we decided to call it that. And so what we have found, we knew it would evolve. So we do have a show planned, but for the last two weeks, for example, we haven't even got to it. We were going to talk uh, Wendigos or Wendigos, how, depending how you say it, and Skinwalkers. But things have evolved differently. So what we like, I, we brought on um, ITC. A lot of people that are not into the paranormal had no idea about it. And wherever people want to pivot and they want to go. So if they've got questions and they want to ask about it, we let them know we're not experts, but we have a lot of experience in the paranormal as well as the spiritual world. We're both psychic mediums, both love animals. And uh, yeah, so that's what it is. And it's the fastest two hours of my week. I can honestly tell you that. I know, and- yeah. Um, okay, Kason, Kason, he says, mm-hmm. he asked, he said, can we talk about the origins of Christmas a bit? It was a pagan ritual before yes, it, it was cooked. Do you have anything? Can you shed the light on that a little bit? Yeah, well, I'm not an expert in it, but as I understand it, 
yes, you are absolutely right, Case. And and we're talking thousands upon thousands upon thousands, probably before Christ. Um, but yes, and I believe it goes back even before the days of Constantine. But and I don't mean to offend anybody. You have to go with what you believe. But December 25th was not Christ's birthday, as I understand it in reality. Mm-hmm. And it has to do a lot of roots in religion have their roots are back in, in paganism. And when you look into some of the symbols and things like that, and I am I just had this conversation. I think it was one of my guests on Monday night. And I believe Chris, Christmas is based on um, when you go into paganism on the planet of Saturn. And there is a type of old, old paganistic re, um, beliefs based on it's called Saturnalia. So that's really what it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, see, from what I understand in some of my research here, too, Case, and it was like, um, if I'm not mistaken, uh, actually, St. Nicholas um, was. Um, that very, would be more recent, though, right? Yeah, like, yeah that's true. Mm-hmm. No, but please share it because I love this story. Um, St. Nicholas uh, was he, he had he was married in the he was he grew up in money and. Mm-hmm. Um, on Christmas Eve or whatever, he would go around and throw money into the windows to families that needed help. It needed it. And then um, all of a sudden, the pagan uh, Christianity came in or the pagan somehow. Well, the paganism in. actually was back before the days of Christianity. You are very right about St. Nicholas, but that made me think too, if you take a look, and I mean the global you when I say you, but you take a look and depending on, on the beliefs in Christmas, it's not just ba- based on Santa Claus or saying no. like we've got, um, and I have a friend that's in Austria and he did this. He calls me Lorelei, speaking of Lorelei, but he's German. Mm-hmm. And uh, he says, you guys call it Krampus. We call it Krampus. And you think it is a negative thing based on horror movies. And it's not. So he actually got a video. There were four Krampuses, as he says, on a corner. And he was speaking German to them. And he goes, what do you think of this, Lorelei? And they all said, mm-hmm. hi, it was so cool. Or there's a witch, a witch, a good witch, um, I want to say Mafalda, but I don't think that's her name over in Italy. And, and so you look at the different beliefs around the world for those that celebrate Christmas and paganism. They, if I um, am correct, I think it's December 6th. They celebrate the solstice yes. actually. They, first. Yes. Mm-hmm. And that's when that's actually called St. Nicholas day. You mm-hmm. know, uh, that's the night when St. Nick goes up, but, yeah, I've done a lot of research on it. And, you know, my my brain isn't all there because I'm getting up there in age, you know. So, age is I mean, just a number. <laughs> I know it's a number, but my brain just doesn't feel pretty good with remembering things. But, um, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I did catch your show with David, and I was impressed. Well, thank um, you. I was impressed. I, I'm impressed with all your shows. Well, um, I'm impressed with your show. <laughs> I should say shows. Uh, shows, yeah. But um, we're getting pretty close to the end I here. I know. It always goes by so quick, Sean. I know. I know. I know. It's it's so, it's just a, it's a, it's just a joy to have you on the show because I've had you on a couple times before. Well, I'm going to have to have you on, but you know what's happened? I kept the schedule really open because we usually have guests on uh, with the Angel Rock, not on the thing at the foot of the bed. And then I knew I had to get back to people and start because I like doing shows on my own because then we just talk about whatever the audience wants, right? Exactly, exactly. But I'm booking into April already. Okay. So Just just send me a message and I'll be there. Okay. If I'm still around. Don't uh, say that. You know what? (laughs) Who knows? Uh, Uh, Thank you. And Julie, I will be, I'll be sending you a message and you on Facebook. You know, um, and then we can talk about a future show coming up. But uh, Lordly, how could people get a hold of you? Okay, so you can get a hold of me on facebook.com forward slash the angel rock. Also, um, if you want to book a reading, I am trying. It's 
time is speeding up and trying to put together a spirituality course um, in the new year sometime. It'll be for people newly developing spirituality, as well as those that have been doing what we've been doing for a long time. So I'm kind of working with spirit about what do we want to cover? I think it'll be one time a week, but um, and if people can't make the course, there'll be a recording. But I think it's probably going to be a couple months long with some of the topics mm -hmm. that we're going to talk about. Also, I have two groups on Facebook, Paranormal University for all things paranormal, and then the Angel Rocker Tribe for more of the spiritual things. And thank you so much for having me on, Sean. Thank you very much for being on. I, you, you know, my heart just flut fluttered, just, just, just it flutters when, You're so whenever. <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm just being honest with you, and I'm also Irish, so we are to get the gap. But no, <laughs> yeah, both of us. I don't have any Irish either. <laughs> But um, everybody, thank you again for watching the show tonight. Um, thank you, Lord, for being on. Thank you. Um, I will see everybody on Tuesday night. I want to thank Carnation for sponsoring the show tonight. Um, and what else? Oh, and don't forget, we are on UPR and Talk Radio 105.3 New Orleans, 107.7 Mississippi. And, and you're coming on, here on Christmas Eve for people so that they know that. Yes, I will be here Christmas Eve. And I'll tell you what, I'm going to draw one card and y'all can look it up. Thank you, Cindy. I appreciate it. And this was a good one. The card I just pulled for everybody for tonight is the owl. Ooh. Yeah, so Google the owl. So children, please, if you can, go to your parents. Give them a hug, especially in the Christmas season, and tell them that you love them. And parents, please go to your children um, and, and give them a hug and tell them that you love them because we need hugs, especially around this time of the year. Sure. And if you don't have any children, if you you know don't have any family or whatever, find a friend. Thank you, Sebastian. There's my buddy. Good night. Hi, Sebastian. Hi, Jonathan. <laughs> <laughs> and um, give them a hug. Anybody, just give them a hug. Because we definitely need it. And if you see somebody hurting right now, please just, just talk to them if they want to talk. But on that note, um, I'll see you Tuesday night. It's a surprise what my show is going to be. And um, I will Let's talk see them to you tomorrow night at 6 o'clock. Yeah, talk about your... Real okay, quick. very quickly. Um, the Angel Rock, 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I have a... Uh, audience favorite, Varla Ventura. She is mind-blowing. She's written books on the paranormal, the strange, uh, the unusual. She also did vampires, werewolves, fairies, mermaids, and she is so knowledgeable, and you guys love her, and she's coming on to talk about winter solstice tomorrow night. Awesome, <laughs> awesome. So good night, everybody, and I will see you on Christmas Eve, 8 o'clock. Goodbye. Night.